0: Welcome to the 2017 Halloween Horror
1: Season at Films and Swearing. You're listening to episode 156, In the Mouth of Madness.
0: Hello and welcome. You are listening to episode 156. I'm your host Stuart Sutherland and joining us we have Magic Mike Christie.
1: Lean, Magic Mike Christie. <laughs> or soon to be lean.
0: Soon to be lean. Something, something machine.
1: What, George Foreman, lean, green. Ah, lean, that. Lean. It. What's it? Lean, mean fat reducing.
0: Off of fat grilling?
1: Ah, something like that. Anyway, fuck Anyway,
0: today our Halloween season continues as we discuss 90s horror with John Carpenter in the mouth of madness. Aye. Uh, prior to. That, let's warm up our vocal cords, uh, with a wee discussion about our fucking favorite horror films of the nineties, um, because we were right, like,
1: aye, we were just, like slap bang in the middle of like, it pretty much.
0: Aye, that's that's like that influential decade for us, like when you're when you're watching horror, you're at the right age for it. Yeah. And you're not too wee, you know, old enough where you're actually old enough to go to the pictures and see it. You're watching these 18s when you're like twelve or thirteen. Yeah. Uh, so I thought we would just talk about one or two of our favourites. Aye. Uh, you want to start off?
1: Aye. Uh, I'll um, start off with Wes Craven's uh, New Nightmare. All
0: ah, right, I've never seen that.
1: It's actually not that bad. It's, in fact, it's, I think it's probably one of the better, like, Freddy films.
0: Is it a reboot? Or? Nah, it's... <sighs> When it gives you the title, The New Nightmare. Yeah. It sounds like it's either starting for the beginning or it's, I'm it's
1: back. kinda like a I'm trying to think it's kinda got like a this is the end sort of feeling like like Wes Craven plays his cell, the last day it's in the form she plays herself there's like fucking there's no Harvey, but there's Bob Weinstein. Right, okay. And all that. Um and like there's like Robert England and stuff and uh-huh. then and then, so I reckon how, how it has, but, like, like the, the real, like, Freddy appears. Right. And he looks so much fucking scarier. Aye. And he's got, like, a metal, like, glove. Yeah. Like a gold like, so kind of, like, fucking glove or
0: Not ultra fourth wall, but... Aye. Aye. Oh, that's, Aye, that's just, like,
1: like, a Yeah, and, like, the kills player. in it yeah. are pretty There's a one standard scene there in the hospital, which is fucking brilliant, eh? Mm-hmm. But uh, it was a really, really good form in the entry and the actual group of them. considering the last ones that were made were pretty sharp apart from the, like, the third one. I only really credit the first one, the third one, and this one.
0: Right. I have only seen the first, I'm certain. I, I know that it wraps in later films.
1: Yeah, aye.
0: But that's as much <laughs> as I know.
1: And and the third one really good. It's got really, the... Like, kids in the fucking, like, asylum sort of thing.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, For me, I went with, I remember getting on videotape and watching it a few times, was I Know What You Did Last Summer.
1: Yeah, I was going to put that on my list, but I opted with stuff made different. Aye. That was kind of, like, right, like... Banging in the middle of the, like the total, like the teen slasher.
0: Exactly. Scream was huge. Yeah. They were obviously wanting to chase the same momentum. So you had sort of like your mystery, like a fisherman killer with a big hook. Yeah. And then you get your your young lassies with the big boobs. Yeah. Uh, in the form of Jennifer Love Hewitt and... Sarah Michelle Gellar. That's it. Yeah. And aye, they, they all kind of get killed off one by one apart. obviously...
1: Yeah, they the final Lassie girl. It.
0: Because they, they made a trilogy out of that a lot, didn't they? I still know what you did last summer, and...
1: I've never seen the third one. I've seen the second one. The second one is fucking awful. There is a white... There's Jack Black playing a white Jamaican yes. dude.
0: Aye. Is that the one that got... What is is it? I think her name's Brandy, but she used to show Cry yeah, aye. Um, Brandy's in it, aye. So I wonder what the fucking third one's called, because it's obviously something,
1: something, I get what you did last summer. Yeah, the second one, there I is a third one but I can't remember what it is, I right. just didn't even right. attempt right. to think it, but, um, I remember getting, I remember saving up my pocket money and I remember seeing it on, in the shop in the summer for like, maybe what, five, six quid, I was like, right, I'll buy that, mm-hmm. and I remember sitting watching it at Antibesos, uh, right. and it came out Antibesos, like with horror films and shit. Oh, right. exactly. I bit as fucking your mum. <laughs> I <know>. and uh, <laughs> I think it was at one point where I did actually credit that uh, I know what we did last summer was actually better than Scream at one point. Right. But then going back on it, that's no better. It's still, it's still, I get. entry in that list. Mm-hmm. It's no, it's no. I, ought, I, no. I'll always know.
0: That uh, is it exactly. Is it? I'll always know what you did last summer. Cause that's the thing, the end of the second
1: one ended on a cliffhanger as well, where he was under the bed and he hooked Jennifer Love Hewitt again, who was the final girl, again. Aye, ah, and, and then pulls her under the bed, then it ends.
0: And this one has none of these people. You've got Brooke, Nevin, uh, David, Patu, Tori DeVito, and Ben Easter. All ah, right. So, it was a straight to DVD in 2006. So that's sort of like, like remember they started doing that shit with like, uh, the Lost Boys, and that all of a sudden got a sequel like New Bloods, yeah. It's all just straight to DVD pitch, where they're just turning like classic films suddenly into trilogies and uh, Fright Night and Fright Night Two and remakes. Yeah, but uh, another film of the nineties for um, you.
1: Um, in my nineties list was Halloween H two.
0: Oh I, I minded that one.
1: That was a Pretty, solid sequel. Yeah. I Considering remember... in the last, what, three before that were pretty dire, even though a lot of people really liked the fourth thing. I just didn't like... After the first two, I just thought they kind of just died, Aye. pretty much.
0: Well, you were my link for, like, all the Halloween films, because I remember... Yeah, I got the first one in a copy of The Sun you got, like, a free Aye. DVD, just, like, in a little card sleeve. Ah, oh, right, And yeah. had the name features. It was sort of, like, play and select seats. Aye. And I'd watched that, and I think I'd asked you for the rest. And that was it. It was, sort of like, half a dozen DVD cases Aye. piled up. Halloween 2, Halloween 4, 5. five and,
1: six. and then h two.
0: Yeah. And I had... I know, I've obviously seen them all at least once, but I couldn't, couldn't even remember if there were actually any. I don't know.
1: Uh, the a lot of people really liked the fourth one because, also they brought back like Michael Myers and shit. After they had that whole idea doing an anthology series for the third one, but I just didn't like it. I just thought there was a there was a couple ends of they got in that sequel right, but then it was like the mask choice was fucking shit, and the fifth one was fucking horrible.
0: Which is the one where he is reintroduced that he's just floating in stream.
1: Uh,
0: in the like fifth
1: a sewer, one. and aye. he just gets caught and then just sits aye. up and starts walking like and he it, falls that into a fucking aye falls into that's at the beginning of the fifth one at the, at the end of the fourth one he gets shot the a mineshaft right and then it kind of like ends to like the like swear end and that but then at the start of the fifth one it shows you him getting shot and then the chuck dynamite doing the mineshaft but right. he's already Gone. crawled his way out and he's floating the river and he like goes into like a kind of coma in some sort of like hermit's fucking Although darkness like, my aye, old friends. like in like some wee hut aye for like almost like a fucking year yeah and like, like once again like the mask was fucking terrible I don't uh, the, why
0: they changed it stared like I
1: know like the first the First mask was always the best one, eh? Exactly. And then every that. like every film since the first one has had like bad masks, and I, like even like raw zombies one Even though the first one was no bad, but like even like like H there was like I remember reading like watching documentaries, and like there was three different masks used for H and I'm pretty sure one of them was a CGI mask. All oh, right. Yeah. Jesus, me to actually like rewatch it and figure it. Aye.
0: Oh,
1: but then again, that once again the years that as a cash cow to cash in on the like the hype, uh, the fucking teen horror season and all that aye, and that bring was it back, like, and yeah. then because it was the 20th anniversary as well aye it was to tie in okay, so like, it was like one like uh, and then
0: like you think these are your fucking slasher films here's the fucking cunt that started the slasher thing aye. here's the daddy and throw that shit in and like, shit.
1: They, they put it in like an on alternate timeline again which Carried on after the second one.
0: Right, aye. Because, from what I remember, is isn't, does she get killed in H2O? No. Nah.
1: No? Nah. No, she gets killed in the next one. Right. Like right at the very start.
0: What was that one, cried?
1: Resurrection. So ah, one right. It's the one got Busta Rhymes. Ah, yeah. Is karate that kicking.
0: like a, like a reality mm. TV ah, it's show like a, ah, it's AMS. like a web show It's getting
1: streamed. Yeah. Ah. And uh, And it's, uh, it's fucking bad like okay. the mask is bad the acting's bad fucking
0: pimp my slasher movie
1: aye pretty much aye and it it's buster names karate king michael myers and
0: that aye it also had a lot of swagger to get away with aye for the studio to go ah you did that son I
1: know it was fucking and the thing was the guy that directed that one directed the second one right and you thought surely he would have been a bit annoyed that that film was pretty dire
0: Aye, oh, because you'd think, like, I'd imagine fans <coughs> back in those days when they discover that the dude that held the second one was going to be doing this one, and be like, oh, well. that yeah. That's a safe bet. We should hopefully take it back yeah. to, to the original, but Kung, Kung Fu, Busta Rhymes.
2: Yeah, it just didn't they
1: didn't go together.
0: And one of my other favourites for back in the day is The Faculty.
1: The Faculty, aye, Another I like, one
0: I think you... Aye, passed.
1: fucking love that
2: film.
0: Aye. Because that was it. It was, it was like a little bit. Uh, it was sci-fi, of yeah. Of it the was body like sci-fi-ish, to it, yeah. Aye, but it was it was a lot of dark stuff going on. Like obviously, yeah. the, the, the fucking terror of everyone around you is is being taken over by the yeah. little alien creatures that fucking love a glass of water.
2: Yeah.
0: But you also got those great fucking scenes where also whatever fucking drug that Josh Harnett was dishing at the back of his aye. dad's car was enough to... Like, it was almost the fucking scene for the thing where they're burning didn't the blood.
1: Aye, burning the blood, aye.
0: Aye. Like, right, I shoot the drug aye. and it was a, a fucking wee Elijah Woods where he was just playing like the little...
1: Aye, wee, total wee geek.
0: Aye. And aye, I don't
1: think, think who else was in that. Because it was, a T-1000, it was uh, like, the T-1000 was the football coach.
0: aye. Um,
1: Sam Hayek was the school nurse
0: yep yeah. fucking imagine um, the best lineup. so I've got to say redness um there was the chick with black hair who was like the rebellious gothy student uh, I can't mind her name but oh, she was yeah. in it
1: Um the Bond girl played one of the teachers the Bond girl golden Goldeneye she plays oh she's an X-Men Buck.
0: Oh, that Jankin Fennin or Fanka something. Bamka Janssen, aye. Aye. Was it's it? was
1: she, was that was. She... That's that. Yeah. What's her character in X Men again? Jane, Jean Grey. Aye, yeah, that's Aye. It. Um, she played like the teacher in that.
0: Aye. And th- it was a great cast of folk to be like the alien folk, like They pulled off like that straight face, aye. possession, body snatcher thing perfectly. Yeah. And I remember when there's one sequence where somebody gets fucking murdered with, like, a pair of scissors. Like, they're running to, like, a fire exit that's been chained. And I think it was, like, the fucking... the old woman in the library with a pair of scissors. Oh, uh,
2: yeah, yeah, It's a student that gets killed it's or aye, no, that gets killed. Something
1: that happens in the first... Someone gets first it in 15 the hands. First of the film, aye.
0: Yeah. Well, that was a fucking fun film. And that is it. It was, like, the same sort of genre. It was teenagers getting killed... But I had this twist to uh, it, the fact
1: that it was fucking, and it was Robert Rodriguez that directed it as well. Exactly, uh, I quite liked it. I've not seen that film in absolute years, late, like, but like, even the soundtrack was really good to it. Mm. Did you have a third film? Um, aye, third one was a uh, probably the quintessential horror film for the nineties: Scream. Kind mm-hmm. of really, kind of really saying it, and uh. that's not been said before, eh? And uh. I remember because we because ah, we watched that one together, I remember. Yeah, when We, aye, we rented it for Waited bated breath. Aye.
0: For that shit to get delivered Walker's video,
1: Saturday yeah. night.
0: So, and that was, like, it was, you could see why it kind of, like, resurrected the genre. Uh and It was like a smart horror film. It was like where the cast, the characters were clued up on horror films themselves. Uh, and it was something completely different.
1: Uh and it, it pretty much like poke fun at like the genre.
0: Mhm, and even like the fucking character is iconic, like just the
1: the. Oh, the ghost face. Uh,
0: exactly, like with the with that mask and uh, like the controversy that followed it. Like obviously, everyone wanted to be like that for Halloween. for Fuck or and dress up as that. That was it. Was like tabloid fodder. Folk love putting up stuff. Around. I think yeah. masks were banned at one point i uh, uh, just because... I remember
1: you used to get the... You could buy the plain one in the shop, or you got the one that had, like, the tube. the blood. Aye, uh, had the uh, wee heart uh, thing you stick it in your pocket, and aye. Uh, uh,
0: uh, there's That shit still sells today, like... I know uh, you see them in
1: the shop, like, fucking across uh, the road, and exactly. they're like two quid.
0: You get ones that looks like it's fucking... It's all bronze, or, like, a uh, gold one. Is like... Now, this one is actually a film that... I held with highly regard back in the day but I actually just saw it the first time uh, on Friday on Friday was arachnophobia
2: what well,
1: you've not seen that for the, until Emma. Friday
0: yeah
2: what
1: fuck off aye um, everybody's seen arachnophobia
0: I'd never f- fucking seen it I went out for a meal on Friday and I came home Margaret put on it and I was like Jeff Daniels John Goodman John, John Goodman like fucking um, playing a proper campy fucking uh, character yeah. uh-huh. exactly and it's like this is actually a funny film I thought this was like a fucking freaky horror film but I, turns out I had got that mixed up with eight legged freaks
2: oh uh, no
0: so I thought it was, I thought because I was waiting for giant spider to show up uh, and I just kept seeing all these wee ones and yeah climbing in the last day when she's having a shower and Jeff Daniels just having a fucking heart attack every time he sees one. And, aye, I was actually quite impressed with it.
1: Yeah, it's a fucking scene where uh, the couple was, like, mating the popcorn and all that, and they go and see them, and fucking crawls at his nose and all that.
0: Aye, Still gets me. Aye, and that's it. It's like a great effect show, because it's like a dummy that crawls crawls at the mouth, and both of them are dead on the chair. Yeah. But... John Goodman's fucking classic. I Aye,
1: fucking good enough. That's is when funny. He,
0: he's out on the porch and he sees one and, and he pumps it aye, and yeah. he's like, yep. And then it moves. It's like, you love that. Pumps aye. it again, covers it in spray. Nothing. Then it goes on and punches
1: it, punches it, it
0: with his takes boot. Takes
1: great fucking pride in doing it as well. And it is, slowly.
0: I know. It just when it lifts it up it's just like fucking toffee stuck to the ground.
1: Yeah. And the then it's and like shit. it kind of pays off for him at the end when he comes to, like the rescue at the house and that, and he's fucking fully loaded with like two of these guns it, and all that, he's got his mask on, and he just starts fucking unloading like he's fucking Clint Eastwood. Aye. I
0: was actually quite impressed
1: with that one. Ah, that's actually no bad that all, like. mate. Mm-hmm. Like, even like the fucking. The, the Queen still fucking gives you a wee bit of creeps, like.
0: Oh, aye, aye. And this, this I swear like, is...
1: like. Like, even like the practical effects and that, like, with the fucking. When he like sets fire to it, and it fucking lunges towards him and just shoots it with a nail gun. Aye.
0: All right, okay, let's let's get into the main main meat of the show now. Let's get the spoiler warning going. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, what you hear now is our spoiler alert music. As uh, films and swearing, Cannabis are Voiling Avoiding spoilers.
1: Avoiding uh, spoilers.
0: avoiding spoilers. So, if you're a sensitive burger and you have not seen today's film, go onto YouTube.com and search in the mouth of badness. Funnily enough, the main, the full film comes up first before the trailer does.
1: Yeah, and it's in full 1080 HD.
0: Exactly. So that's it. If you've got this far, like shit, I've not seen the film. All on the YouTube, get watched, and then come back because we're about to get balls deep in spoiler territory.
2: Uh. Right,
0: we'll fade you out, pal. I sounds quite like a, like a, a bitchin' theme tune. Aye. Some folk were talking about it a couple of weeks ago saying it, like, it has like a Metallica.
1: Aye, yeah. Feel aye. To it. Every time I hear it, I always think that it's something that they actually like stole.
0: <laughs> aye, aye, I can see. Because i what we're making the joke that fucking Lars will be pissed if you hear yeah. it. Yeah. But, Enemy uh, anyway of Madness from director John Carpenter. We've spoken about this man extensively. Yeah. Um, so you should know what he's done. Big Trouble in Little China, the thing. The cast of In the Mouth of Madness consists of Sam Neill as John Trent, Julie Cameron as Linda Stiles, Jurgen Prochnow, Prechnow, Prochnow.
1: Yeah, I think it's Prochnow. Prochnow. I think know how you Aye, pronounce Juergen, it. Jurgen
0: Prochnow as Sutter Kane, uh, David Warner is Dr. Red. Bernie Casey is Robinson. And it's... I, think I I'm was going, going to say Charlton um, wait,
1: wait, wait. fucking...
0: Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Scroll Charlton Heston is Jackson Harglow. Francis Bay is Mrs. Pickman. There's a few other names in there, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what was... Uh, if you could summarize what is the plot of In the Mouth of Madness? In the Mouth of Madness, the film I cannot announce. (laughs) Pronouns.
1: Pronouns. Um, Do I actually get Trent's occupation in the film?
0: IMDB lists him as an insurance investigator.
1: Alright.
0: So, I guess... Alright, so
1: an an insurance investigator is caught up in the... uh, Is caught up in the mystery of uh, the whereabouts of Renowned author Sutter Ken, mm. and it just delves into complete and utter fuckery. Aye, it's one way to put it.
0: Film is fucking weird. Yes, and um, the IMDb say an insurance investigator begins discovering the impact of a horror writer's books have on his fans is more than inspirational. That, you phoned that one in. I think that was could have <laughs> done a better job at that. But yeah, aye. Um, Mike, you've seen this a couple of times already.
1: Yeah, I think this is maybe my third or f- fourth time. Probably, a, it's definitely a second time I've seen it in the last year and a bit. Yeah, but I've seen it like years before.
0: Aye. Um, this is technically my first. It's technically my second time watching. I did. Watch a couple of weeks ago in preparation for the podcast, but then just yeah. uh, infection kicked in and it uh, just felt like I had to watch again just yeah. to get prepped for the podcast, just to probably remember everything about it. Yeah, And man, it's, it's fucking mental. Like, if Folk Trizzy is a good film, Is a bad film, it's got a fucking amazing story to it. Uh, it's fucking out there and it's not a bad film, it's nah. a fucking weird film.
1: A lot of folk seem to think that's one of Carpenter's Carpenter like mostly underappreciated films. And I would I would put that in that list as that it is underappreciated.
0: It's got a lot of key elements that like Sam Neil is fucking perfect, isn't it? As this can going slowly crazy. Uh, there's it has all your John Carpenter weirdness. Yeah. It's like it feels like it's little sprinkles of this, little sprinkles of the the thing. Um and it just gets fucking crazier as it goes on. Yeah. Like, when I was watching this for the first time, there's one point where Margaret kind of turned around. She was either watching something on the tablet or on the laptop. And she looked at me and like, I don't even want to know what you're watching. But I'm pretty sure it the embrace was a point where he was being chased down the corridor with like the fucking nightmare creatures. Oh, uh, yeah. She just looked at me and like, Nah, I'm not even going to ask. Uh.
2: She
0: was like, If fucking John Carpenter. Nah, it, it, it is like a almost like a good compilation track to Drunk because it, it's got all the best things about him like his sci-fi horror his love of physical effects and then just having like the fucking having Sam Neal like at the fucking helm like steering the ship Yeah. It's a great touch because that's it a lot of times people were wanting like Loves, everyone loves his like, collaborations with like Kurt Russell and other folk, but yeah. Sam Neill like, and I mean, is underrated in a way as well.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like the, what, the film was made, what, 1994, Four. I think it was? Yeah. So Sam Neill was, like, fucking pretty big at the time because the year before he was in Jurassic Park. Aye. And, I mean, that's two completely different characters that he's playing.
0: Exactly, and that's... Everyone know will know him and remember him as, like, Dr. Alan Grant. Yeah. Like, that's an iconic role for him. Uh, so he could have just been riding high off of that success. Yeah. Or the be in this and do something this fucking crazy, it must have been enough to fucking capture his imagination, Like Yeah. Imagine reading the script to this. It's, it's almost like fourth wall in a way as well. Just the fact that for the film to progress, they keep talking about, you need to read the story. You need, like... Yeah,
2: the, you, it's need, not like, you need to read you... the book
0: and all that. Yeah? Exactly. Uh, yeah, right, let's go through our cast. Uh, I'll say talking about Sam Neill now. John Trent. Um, now, I've mentioned when he was first introduced, I think. Is that when he was doing his first uh, investigation? Where they were sort of him and his pal, and they are talking about a guy.
1: Is like, that, and he's that the agent, is that in the diner?
0: No, no, just before that, when they were at the the dude's office, and they're were, they were more or less caught out of a boy that was bullshitting him because his wife was wearing fur coats and necklaces, uh. and then his bit on the side was wearing fur coat and necklaces. And I was like, wait a second, this is all the stuff that was lost in the fire. And the guy, no, no, no. But I loved how he was like, well, when talk to your wife. And then I went to Georgia 40s, and it's just the way Sam Neill's like, if you're going to do one thing, get your story straight to the wife, but don't fuck around on your IV. either. <laughs> like, you've done it to yourself. But, ah, you're talking about the diner, that bit is a fucking cracking scene. Yeah. Like, I did not I just love the fucking story, like, where, like, it's this acclaimed writer where it's, you feel like it's obviously Stephen King, yeah, but it's just like a play, it, it can't be about Stephen King, even though they like to name drop him a couple of times, just to yeah. kind of emphasize this guy is bigger than Stephen King. Yeah, this is the level that we're talking about here, uh, a level that everyone could understand. Aye, but just to have the fucking dude with the axe smash the window and come through is like, do you read Sutter Kane? Before I <laughs> get fucking ploughed in by cops.
2: Yeah. Right. It's, it's like the slow
1: walking as well, just across like all the aye. traffic.
0: Because that's it. They're, they're sitting talking about saying, oh yeah, I've got, I've got another case for you. It's to do with the guy, Sutter Cade, And fucking John doesn't care what he's on about. And it's that great shot where he smashes through and Samuel falls back and he's covering his face, but his eyes are fucking almost popping out of his head. Like, because the fucking dude with an axe yeah. is coming at him. And I love the little effect they do to the people that have read his books. They kind of have, like, a conjoined pupil. Like, when they done a close-up of the guy holding the axe, his eyes are fucked up. It's like... Uh, um, ah, it's like his eyes are, like... his pupils are twins, almost. Ah.
2: Uh,
0: and I've noticed it in, like, like, the little girl characters and things like that. It just seems to be, like... Not sure if it's the effect of people reading his work, like that sends him insane, but it's just an extra aye. step. Definitely being fucking, and again, nutty. Uh, rather than obviously, sure, they seem to cry blood and, and yeah. then shave for a couple of days, but aye, something messy goes with their eyes too. Yeah. Let's talk about, like, Sam Neill's performance in this.
1: Yeah. Because it, because bit... ah, the film's kind of, well, it's totally like it's told in flashback, yeah. Because it started the film, it's him yes. being dragged into the like insane Aye, that's asylum. A good
0: introduction, of course, it is.
1: yeah, and uh, and like yeah, he, um, he's got like fucking like writing all over ankle, all, crosses, it's, like, all uh, over his face and that. And
0: I did he, love is uh, like obviously when he's been dragged into the insane asylum for the first time and uh, he tries to make a run for it and yeah. he takes it one of the guards by just giving him a, a, like a knee to the balls yeah and it's when he's locked in
2: I in shout to him like,
0: I'm sorry about the balls it was a lucky shot it's like that's just the way he was saying something it's like, he's, he's putting an accent on here it's just like I'm sorry about the balls yeah but it's like fucking hell uh, that's just a weird line of dialogue to come out with but aye uh, it's that Dr. Werner comes to interview him yeah and like tell me the story for the beginning and uh, I it as it's I wonder if like what instruction he was given like was he asked to play over the top because I think he's a wee bit over the top in this aye uh, but that could come with obviously the hysteria of his character slowly going crazy as the yeah. film goes on. But not that it detracts for the film because seeing Sam Neill go fucking mental in the film is actually highly entertaining. Yeah. Like where he's in that bar with the dude with the shotgun. Uh. And he's arguing where. him and like, he just picks up a fucking, like a glass, tumbler, he throws it at him. him, and he's just fucking screaming at the guy, like he's just shouting dialogue, Yeah, like he's just shouting his lines, and they did this and they care, and he's going to show, it. he's like, no, why, how are you doing this, like they've written it this way, bOW <laughs> just kills himself, Um, but, alright, let's talk, like, is there a favourite scene, I know, obviously he, he dominates the majority of the film, but, is there any particular scenes that stand out for you?
1: I quite like the we've well, not talked about it yet, but it's when he, um you see him when he's like walking home and he goes past the alleyway. Yes. And it's like the policeman fighting. Aye. Uh, and then it's when he has that like like nightmare. Aye. When he's like sitting reading the book and kinda of falls asleep, and then he wakes up but he's still in the dream.
0: And the cops beside him on the bench. Yeah. I, I do love that, like how they said, like just the thing with the books, the fact that the more you read it, sort of the more you see almost. Yeah. Because that uh, first time it's just, I was gonna say it's fairly innocent, it's a cop beating the fuck out of a junkie in an alley. Yeah. Second time, like, he sees, like, the, the spray paint on the wall, and it was something like the message, I see you, or, aye. I yeah, see I that. See that aye. And I love that touch where it's got all the posters for, uh, is it Hobbs End? The uh, Hobbs End horror. And oh, when you peel it back, the poster, it's his face underneath it. Yeah. And eventually, by the end of the film, it's his, it's the, the jacket of the book. It's got Sam Neill on it, it's the poster to the movie. And...
2: Yeah.
0: But I, I just love how it goes on. It just It's repeating the same scene, but you're getting more detail each time. And like, even if the characters are all fucking turning into weird zombies. But I did love that bit in the trailer where he is, like he wakes up on the couch and he's fine, and then he just looks to his fucking left and the cops there beside him.
2: Yeah. Because
1: there was a lot of scenes in the film that had a lot of like recurring like dream sequences and stuff. Aye. Like when him and Styles take the drive, once yes. to figure out the. I thought that was actually quite clever as well when they figure out the map. Aye. With all the different book covers.
0: Uh, That was some fucking detective work. Yeah. Put that shit together. And when it all came together, I like how they put the sheet down and it was right beside Maine. And Maine is like fucking Stephen King country. Yeah. All of his fucking stories always take place. Mm. Is it Portland, Maine? Aye. So uh, I thought it was like, I'm not sure if it was a a deliberate mention, but just the fact that it falls right beside... Like, where all Stephen King's shit happens. Yeah. And here's Sutter's Kane's like, creepy little town where all his crazy shit happens. There's fucking neighbours to yeah. each other. Any other scenes that fucking Sam Neill steals
1: it? Uh, actually, I quite like the bit where it's been, when well, shit's hit the fan. Right. And Styles is kind of under the influence of Sutter Kane. Yes, and, like, all the tens, people are kind of, like, rallying towards him. And he just, like, punches her. Knocks Aye. her out and just puts her in the car.
0: Aye. Aye. There's no time to talk about it. Bam, in the car, let's like, go. Like,
1: was a style one that he's, like, shagging?
0: Aye. Well, that was it. It was funny that there wasn't a romantic connection. Because uh, well, that's a we'll transition now for like, fucking John to Linda. Because uh, when they were first introduced he did come across as quite rapey. Yeah. Like, to the point now where this is what seems to be happening to a lot of fucking people in Hollywood I seem to be like, leaning across in an elevator and getting in front, oh, why don't you come with me? You're, like, why don't you come? Like, just just being awfully, awfully creepy. Yeah. And I thought, that's a bit much. Um, because when she's first introduced uh, in like, the boardroom where Chow and Heston and what a fucking big name to get in your film as well. I know. Like, the fucking... pretty
1: sure he was probably just doing the odd like filming. It wouldn't be like, a big role, yeah. it would exactly. a kind of small role because... He'd probably be doing probably, several He probably would have been what pushing maybe eighteen at that time.
0: Exactly. And he did have a nice wee role, like he would just obviously just like the head of the company that was pushing it. He was wanting this. He's sold yeah. the rights to this. It's in several different languages. He's not got the book yet, but We've made all the deals. Yeah. The fucking big cheese at the top, but um Styles was um like she was then too keen on John to begin with, like when he was sitting smoking in front of her and Aye. he was he was taking the piss at this arcade.
1: Yeah, and then she gave him the cup to put the flag in and Aye. the cup I have to say in the mouth of the madness.
0: Aye. And it was when you he was trying to apologize to her in the hallway, and he was kind of. That was when he was kind of leeching over her, and just saying, "Oh no, no, we could be." I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make fun of it. Don't you think it was all silly? Because that's it he's here to like he, he's want one to know of his bullshit. Yeah. So he's always he comes as like uh not defensive but quite. Uh, I like it, just poking holes in their stories. Yeah. Like just knowing that he's been taken for a fucking joyride. And so he's always got like a, a light sense of humour to it. Nah. it. It's not being taken seriously at, at all. Um, one of my bullet points here was, also I mentioned, uh, I'm surprised that there wasn't a romantic, a romantic connection between them because it doesn't get that far. Like, there is a kiss at one point, but she's under the influence of Sarkane yeah uh but I mentioned I'm glad that there wasn't this romantic connection because it avoided one of those Highlander styles uh, 90s sex scenes Uh yeah like we could've we could've had to witness fucking Sam Neill's yeah. old face
1: uh, Yeah. I mean like what? I suppose Carbenthal like really Disney day sex scenes in the part with like first Halloween I think that might have been it because I know there was none in the thing yeah. thank god for that <clears throat> and I know there was none in like when it's fucking that dude's chest is just almost vag yeah <laughs> and I know there was none in Big Trouble yeah. and we no. bet a David Lopin penis no no <laughs>
0: fucking gloating in the dark <laughs> <laughs> So all these fucking eyeballs at the tip
2: yeah
0: um, I no, I do think so for what I've seen of his there's never been any proper like yeah. 90s sex scenes. Um now I did like the scene where like for her in particular like she's obviously clued up on Officer Kane's work. So she knows everything when they get there. Like the when they're driving through night to get to the Hobbs ends. Yeah, and uh, one minute it's fucking nighttime, and the second
1: it's daytime. So is that when she's going under that the bridge, bridge that, thing? that
0: enclosed bridge that always makes me think of Beetlejuice. Aye. Uh, when she goes through there and they come at the other end, and it's fucking daylight. You see the sign tower in the background, and fucking Sam Neil wakes up. It's like, oh, I must have slept all night. Good on you for driving. And she's like, just fucking spooked. She's like, how? How did that just happen? What's going on? It was fucking pitch black a second ago. But it was when they get to the hotel, and she knows the hotel from a story. And yeah. she's standing there, and it's like, I bet there's an oil painting, I bet there's a creaky floorboard, I bet this, that, and the next thing. And it's all right because she's fucking read it. And it does, it gives a, a, a creepy nature where, like, somebody knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Even, like, the wee granny for fucking Happy Gilmore.
1: Oh, that was she was for.
0: I looked up her IMDB and that was the only thing I knew her from. Nah. fucking Adam Sandler's gran <sighs> got threatened by Ben Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> now, I didn't get what shit she was up to.
1: I, that she had oh, her husband, I mean, handcuffed naked to her, ankle. Shackled to her ankle. I
0: didn't get if There was like a wee S&M couple. But there was something fucking going on I know, but that just adds to this film's fucking weirdness. Yeah, like the whole thing, like with that oil painting changing every time. Yeah. it's in the fucking film where they're going from like it looks like a, a fucking a couple, and then they're slowly turning, and then in the last shot they look like fucking creatures from the thing. Yeah, like half log creature, half fucking tentacle nightmare. Uh, but they're all under like the pressure, like that old woman as well that they've not heard of Kane yeah uh, it's as if they're the characters in his stories almost so of course they wouldn't have heard the author that's written them yeah um, is there any style scenes that you want to talk of
1: No, nah, the one I was really thinking was just the like, night when I mean, she was driving and yes. she was going under that wee bridge and it was just like the recurring
0: ah you want to talk about the kid on the bike ah now, I only found this out this morning uh, through Google bringing up all the cast members. Kid on the bike is Hayden Christensen. Oh? Uh-huh. Yep. If you go on IMDb and scroll down far enough, it's got the profile picture of him waving a lightsaber and the character name Paperboy. Uh-huh. So it's like a fucking 10 year old Hayden Christensen. Uh-huh. Now, saying that, he could be actually the paper boy at the end of the film where Sam Neil wakes up on the roads and there's a kid doing a paper round yeah. back to town. That could be him. Aye, that actually, i would just shut my fucking mouth. Aye. It just happened to be two kids on fucking bikes but it would have been more interesting. You if... want to be
1: like the, so is that a black kid? That's no, not a black kid, was it?
0: No, nah, no, nah, they're both white kids. Aye. Uh, but when they're driving at night and one second there's a kid driving like, on the bike second time it's fucking low pan on the bike yeah going fucking past like that was creepy I think if it would just be the mask or whatever makeup that was on it, it was fucking creepy and it still had the child voice uh, like he was stuck on a lip, just yeah. on the road cycling through night and then just goes in front of the fucking car
2: yeah Highlight yeah. like the that's
1: like, the thing about this film as well. it like, seems like, 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 the, like the imagery and, all that, and some of the shit that goes down in it.
0: Aye. It's definitely, it, I think if it was a, a passion project of his or the fact, because it, it was someone else that wrote it. But, I again, there's, there's something about it. It's a weird fucking creature of a film but uh, you, you nailed on the head earlier when you said it, it's underappreciated. Uh. Like, it's definitely... It should be wider seen, but the fact that it's got such a rare release... Yeah. I I think there's a regional DVD. I think that's your only way to, to properly own it, other than uh, seeing it on YouTube. I think there's, like, American releases of it, but it's like this this fucking type of film that's just falling in the back of the couch. Yeah. Almost. Uh, right, let's talk about the fucking author himself, Sartre Kane. Um, uh, it's mentioned that, obviously, his character is inspired by like Stephen King and H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. Uh, who, I guess, is like the tentacle guy, like Cthulhu, and things like that. Yeah. I've never read any anything ever of like H.P. Lovecraft I've read it at least about half a dozen Seam King books Aye. but it's pretty obvious this is like with the views to kind of inspire Sutter yeah. King and I do love that yeah it does have like that crazed fan following and like the whole weird shit with like the book jackets turning into a picture and yeah. but try trying to think a particular scene of his that I actually really liked is when, like, Linda pointed out the church window in the hotel. Yeah. And, John was trying to, like, like, fucking stuff it. He said, no, no, you're stupid. Like, if we looked at here, we would find the black church with the gold rims, this, that, and the next thing. And he opens it, and it's like an old barn. And he said, no, no, if you look from the east, and there it is, there's this, like, evil-looking fucking church. Yeah. And he's in there and it's got the fucking he's got a great look, like just curly hair and he's like wearing the black turtle neck. Yeah. He looks like a horror writer. Um but he's in that church and it's got the blood soaked door and, and it's breathing. Like there's just and it's it's whatever he's writing through his word, he's letting creatures in from another dimension. Through his words, and that's how they're getting out into the world. It's, it's like some fucking goosebump shit. (laughs) Like it's fucking R.L. Stein, not Stephen King. Um, But it's even the fact, like when they do that camera reveal, and there's almost there's like an alien embedded in him.
2: Oh
1: yeah, that when um, he's Bastille.
0: Aye, and she starts.
1: Like, holding
2: him, him in the eye and, and the camera pans out. her hand just goes
0: across the fucking, poking the eyes of this weird alien <laughs> in the yeah. back of his head. Like, this is a weird fucking film. Yeah. Um, do you have any Sutter-Tain moments?
1: Because
0: uh, he does not get a lot of scoops. No, nah, he, doesn't, he doesn't. He's yeah. always in that church. Because he's no,
1: he's no actually like, revealed in the film until what we 40 minutes in it till there
0: aye it feels like you're in aye, aye maybe close to the first hour and yeah. it feels like he does have almost two scenes to the film yeah like when Linda goes and then John obviously follows yeah and when he gets there it's to the point where he's more or less telling him here's the book Uh actually they have a little confession booth scene together don't they
1: aye yeah, so the
0: and John's sitting there lighting a fag, and he's playing oh cool. He's had enough of this shit. And there's a switch, and all of a sudden he's sitting on. Is Kane sitting on his knee, or is John sitting on Kane's knee? Not again, but he, he tells him about mind, uh, Trying. He gives You're talking about it's like you should really try reading my new book. And he fucking grabs him by the face and plants it in the wall, Uh, and that just fucking cuts to like this next shot where, like, I think they're back in the tunnel, and he's got the book in his arms, and he more or less tells him you need to run through that tunnel to get back to reality and deliver my book. But the book's fucking like it's sending fuck fucking gaga. All these going fucking crazy. It's uh, if you read this book, you're guaranteed that you're going insane. Yeah. But you get that fucking effects shot where like he's trying to hold him back and he just fucking tears his face apart.
1: aye uh, So it's like it's like he's like tearing him like a book, like a exactly. like a paperback, page. aye.
0: Aye. And there's a fucking shot where he's looking um John Trent is looking out into the fucking darkness, but he's looking out through the fucking page of a book, it's all torn words around him. Yeah and that's him like getting back to reality because he's being chased by all the fucking fucking creatures like some horrible fucking creatures. because it just looks like all the fucking things John Carpenter loves Aye. to have in his films big scary fucking real yeah. prosthetic puppets coming after something
1: well I think I think Anger probably would have been a bit giddy if there was like a wee the the flown eye thing had trouble if that was maybe chasing him
0: I was thinking maybe like the big ginger thing that was in the back, uh um, oh, Baron's truck, Big China, aye. Just like kind of have them all running it, yeah. But, uh, I've listed all the weird bits. And yeah, so let's cover the ones we've not done. Uh, let's see, we've talked about the scabby children.
2: Aye.
0: they like obviously when they get to the Hobbs in the first time, they see a dog getting chased by kids. But it's no until Stylus gets there at night and yeah. they're playing ball to kick it to her and it's a little girl who's like, You're mummy now and she's got like little sharp teeth and she's got the fucked up eyes. Yeah. It's like, You're a you're a creepy little girl. Yeah.
1: Like The um the kid as well, the kid that the when you get introduced to Sutter Kane. Yeah. When he's at the church and at the doors like oh, the, thing aye, the like, little, aye.
2: Yeah.
0: This is making me want to watch the other fucking John Camperter film. Did he not direct, I was going to say Children of the Corn, but no, it's Village of the no, Damned. No, uh,
1: it's got a pre, pre-reeved Reeve. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Aye. I fucking forget he directed that one. I don't know if, I don't think I've seen it. No. Nah, but That's nah. like creepy kids again, eh?
0: Exactly. Just when I was seeing all, like shots like that kid in the church doors. Yeah where there's just like a fucking set of automatic doors going daft, thinking this barely going to get caught like, like in an escalator. Um, yeah. And then you've got the creepy girl with the spiky teeth.
1: Yeah. The um, one thing I noticed was I went and looked up after I watched him Is You know the, the guy that Trent throws a glass at? Yeah. It's like the tall guy. It's his, it's his son that's at the church. Right, aye. aye. And I, Um Ah uh, where I was going through the cast, I clipped on him. He was the painting from Ghostbusters 2.
0: Michael Christie, if I could just turn my No, if you look at E on that word document and read out the line I've written.
1: Do in the bottle like, like, the painting for Ghostbusters too. Yes that is him.
0: <laughs> Fucking spooky that you like I looked at his like Man, he looks like fucking. What the fuck is his name? I was going to say Vigo, but it's not.
1: Uh, it's Vigo.
0: Aye, Vigo. Aye, every time I see it, every time I say Vigo, I want to say Mortison. Yeah. It's not <laughs> But I do love like the little dude that goes,
2: Vigo. Oh, yeah, I am. Hey, aye, uh, that's, uh,
1: that's who it was.
0: Jesus Christ. Because like, he is. He's got that fucking recognizable face. Like, eh.
1: That's the thing I've like recognise him fair.
0: exactly like he's got that fist like he looks like the cunt for Ghostbusters too. and I bet people still gave him that shit the day and they fuck a look I was like did the fuck ever say you like a fucking yeah. painting out of that film
1: I well he's been dead for like 13 years oh
0: fuck maybe they're not saying that to him now
1: <laughs> ok <Yeah>. aye
0: <laughs> shit
1: aye because then also he kills himself in the bar with a shotgun
0: exactly aye i um, that, I think we have covered all the weirdness like yeah. the Pikmin Hotel
2: because that's
0: now. where they went in the basement and she was all fucking the thing out like she was a long net and tentacles and handcuffs yeah. like a lot of fucking creature features was going on there
1: yeah was the bit where he was getting chased was that was that when he discovered um, the the all wifey, like, pretty much, like, murdering her. then he goes back to the hotel and he hears aye. the screaming down the hallway. Yeah. And, and he, he goes, like, in down the basement and, that, and she's, like, stairs, like, fully fucking morphed and all that. Aye, aye. And then I think that's when it turns into him getting chased by fucking everyone, is it not?
0: I think that happens to him when he's at the church. Like, aye. where, uh Sutter Kane gives him the book and tells him to run for it he can't hold them back anymore. Aye. And that's where he tears up and everything comes out.
1: Yeah. Uh, Aye, pretty much aye. I've got like, the dream, the map, the church, aye. And then, all the one hand, we can really talk about now is the fucking ending.
0: Yes, aye. Uh,
1: like, when I rewatched watched it uh, last year, I think it was, I completely forgot about the fucking ending, eh? Yeah. And, and how it was so, like, fourth wall, pretty much.
0: Aye.
1: And
0: uh, I did actually, going back one step, is, like, that last scene he gets with Charlton Heston, where he's explaining, like, well, I had to burn the book, because it's like he told him the whole story, and fucking Charlton Heston's looking at him going, what are you on about? The book's been published for weeks. Aye. It comes out in cinemas next Friday. Aye. And he's like, what? No, I destroyed the book. He's like, oh, no.
1: Said, like, no, we've got the film rights for it and everything. Aye.
0: Aye. And that's when he shows up at the fucking the bookstore with the axe so you like that arcade he's like aye this'll know, come as a surprise to you then <sighs> and obviously that's the reason why he gets fucking put uh. in the middle house but yes when he wakes up like after the fucking doctor I'm trying to think what, what was the verdict where he's like he thinks you're just playing he's playing crazy to stay in there because he feels he'll be safe like the reason he's drawing crayons aye all the religious imagery aye that'll like definitely make them think that like, you're crazy.
2: Yeah.
0: And when he leaves, the fucking there's like the the peppy, uh, guy in charge of in charge of the insane asylum. Yeah. And he asks the fucking the other doctors like, "Do you read Sutter Kane?" And the guy just does the answer him and walks away. Uh. And there's a moment where they're not. Actually, no. That was at the very beginning of the film, where he's lying in the cell and start playing like the carpenters or something. Uh, he's just like not the carpenters no <laughs> like, there's just all this fucking happy music but aye something happens
1: aye we didn't even really can what a sleep everyone dies it's got the it's got the it's got like a 20 days later feel like it started that way He wakes up and it's like everyone's completely gone like, like desolate like nothing there
0: aye because that's it he's walking away from
1: the and I mean hospital. that's the thing though like like that must have been a long-ass walk because I'm pretty... To get to town. Aye. Because it, look it like it's way kind of looks like it's like way out of fucking bounds eh?
0: Aye. And I guess if he's on his fucking own. But the time he's back in town does he get to is a bookstore first and he sees the cover... No. That's when he gets to the cinema he sees his face on the poster, isn't it? Aye. Where it's like that blue...
1: Yeah, because like at the top of the cinema, says now shown like, "In the Mouth of Madness" starring John Trent.
0: Yes, like if another touch would have be like say maybe it's two on the nose, but if they had like, Sam deal as John Trent underneath it, uh, be,
2: like,
0: but uh, the fact that it had his fucking character name was enough. For them, yeah. For him to go. And there.
1: then it's like, it's like when you like, when you look at the film poster as well, it's like. Uh, it's like Newland Cinema presents. It's like a John Carpenter film, aye. and it's like in the mouth of madness. And it's like stars like John Trent, like Linda Stiles yes, like Sutter, Sutter Kane. Kane, and all that. And then it gives you a whole list of <coughs> everybody else. Aye, aye. And then obviously, thing is, that like, like surely when you when you see him walking into the screening room, he's got that bucket of popcorn. Yes, is that fresh?
0: they would think that shit's fresh but it's free. Yeah. As they, they, it would have been a good shot if it was, it was just him leaning over like the concession stands and grabbing like, handfuls of sweets.
1: But as well, like, I can, that's obviously uh, you're not really supposed to take it seriously but if there's nobody there how come the film still running?
0: Ah, it's like it's on an infinite loop. Yeah. Because but time he's left in San San and walked back to town the length of the film yeah. but the way he got there—it's almost like a supercut of all his fucking craziest uh, moments. Aye, the bit where he's
1: on the bus when it goes blue.
0: Aye, and he's just fucking screaming. Yeah. He's screaming like a madman, and then it's just him fucking screaming at Styles, I think. And
1: yeah, aye. Talking about uh, religion, no. Aye.
0: I say it, it, it's all fiction. It's not real and they sitting in the cinema and like it is real <laughs> it was fucking real and he just laughed and he just really. Like, his popcorn uh, and it is it's a fucking bonkers ending but how else do you fucking end that film
2: yeah and it's actually
0: like almost a perfect ending to it like you can lay it away with that ending because the film has been that fucking yeah mental throughout that last hour and a half anyway I kind of
1: wonder like how like what sort of effect that would have had on like, fuck at the cinema back when they seen it
0: aye well that's it I think it came up to quite a lot of mixed reviews yeah I do think for the scales
1: and because like, I'm I, I think that maybe the ending is probably one that's maybe not been done aye at that point
0: yeah like where the lead character goes to see the film that you're actually watching yeah. in the cinema and starts watching the film you're watching yeah. As it ends. Like, it is. It's as fourth wall as you can get back in the day where... Yeah. It's, it's not as if it's like...
1: Because I think I really, like, back in the day, like, like, there was, like, no internet or very little internet There was nothing to ruin films. So you're going to see a film based on somebody's verdict that they've given you. Aye.
0: Aye, that's I, it. Might, I think it would have had maybe, like, a, a Marmite reaction. Like, uh might have really fucking loved it.
1: Aye, I fuck? was reading like reviews on like MDB and like some people were like like it, some people like fucking can't stand it and aye
0: because it's that fucking odd. It's that fucking out there. It's like how could a film end with a guy watching the beginning of the film? It's 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 like the snake eating its own tail.
1: And um, then all sudden it kicks in with a fucking like belt and music. fucking music.
0: Aye it's a good way to end it, like, just to end it over that fucking, that theme tune.
2: Yeah.
0: I could just imagine just selling the cinema up in your corner going, oh, it's a, like, it's, it's, a, uh, it's, a, it's a high note to go out on. Like, uh, like that's weird. Oh, the fucking bitch and theme songs came back on. That was yeah. fucking good. Like, uh, it just kind of, it does they disappoint. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. But, uh, the budget I got two two amounts for this. Some sources have it at eight million dollars. Some have it at fourteen million dollars. Uh, domestic box office, because I couldn't find any international figures.
1: I I put say it, didn't make its money back. I think. 8 dollars eight
0: point nine. So if it was on the budget eight million, it just
1: just made its money back. Yeah, uh,
0: fourteen it, it tanked. Aye so but that's it John Carpenter's never been a heavy hitter in nah. the box office so nah. and for this one as well I, I think it, I mean, it might just appeal to like a hardcore Carpenter audience yeah like, even if you do have Sam Sam Neill in it you're not getting the Jurassic Park audience nah um, I was in one star reviews it received 4 out of 83 yeah I think some have taken it a little bit too serious but let's have a look
2: now
1: I'm pretty sure did I mention to you a few weeks ago that there was an absolute belting one star review or was that for another film it
0: could be it might be on this let's have a look I've got I've I've listed the four our first one uh, Crap by Mr. Michael Cook Uh, Carpenter's worst film in my opinion full stop Ripoff by T.C. I actually paid to stream this crap movie. I had seen it years ago but couldn't remember it much. John Carter must have been going through a bad patch when this was made. It has no substance or real plot. It is described as a horror movie. It is just boring. Not to mention, most Amazon movies don't even play right. Don't squander your money on Amazon Prime. It's a rip-off.
1: That was that one. That was
0: it. Uh, poor Sound Quality by Mr. Jeff. Jethro. I saw the movie on the cinema. It is the most underrated film. A typical John Carpenter horror. Uh, a typical John Carpenter horror tale with a hint of a homage to H.P. Lovecraft. I I was looking forward to watching it again, but unfortunately, after 10 minutes into the film, the sound quality has deteriorated so much, it's almost impossible to enjoy watching. As As the film progressed, the sound got so bad, I never got to the end. I returned it, and hopefully, I will get a refund. And our last one, not involving enough to complete watching by Echo. Did not actually get to the end of the film as I was bored and did not return to watch remaining three quarters before the rental time expired. I don't feel I missed out though. Uh. So I think that was like when you rent up maybe that was in you've got twenty four hours to watch it. Ah uh,
2: right, uh.
0: aye. This person cut their losses. Hmm. That is our one star views. What's next? uh as well, 157 will be our, our step forward into the new millennium of horror with The Descent. Yeah. Other than that, website, com. we have two new reviews. Uh, our review of South Korean action thriller The Villainess and independent action movie uh, Bushwick. Starring Dave Batista and Brick Snow. Both reviews are online. Films are now in store. Other than that, uh, patreon.com forward slash FAS podcast. If you sign up and pledge, you'll be given access to our Patreon page where you can have access to over 13 hours of podcasts. Everything from Safety to Last to Death Note. Full access for as little as one. Pound, B A D R E O N dot com forward slash F A S podcast. Other than that, that's us. Um, uh, I also I apologise for all the coughs and sneezes I could not edit out. Um, uh, it got to the point where I'm just so fucking tired. I need the podcast to continue my life. This is my crack. I went three weeks cold turkey and it wasn't good. Uh, uh, uh. So I'm back coughing and spluttering all over Mike. Uh, both mics, the microphone and the Michael Christie's uh. in the room. Uh, let's see. So, shout out to Andrews for our theme music. Thanks to Stu McPherson, Kenny B, Carol, and all our listeners for tuning in, supporting us, and letting us fill with your lugs. But it's now that time of the night for us to pull out. If we've learned one thing from today's episode, Mike, it would be
1: that John Trent almost raped. Styles.
0: Yes, aye. A bit, a bit too weinstein for my liking. Yeah. Um,
1: or Kevin Spacey, depends how you take oh, it. Oh,
0: too soon. Too soon to feel that. that. Oh, not that, I've 30 years, but still. Oh, Kevin. Oh that bummer of notes. Fuck off, and...
2: Tune in next week, if you dare... Ah
0: 실패 proprio